I'm sure it'll all make sense later. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Nick Tan and welcome to my Is This Thing On podcast. For the last 10 years, artists from all over the planet have been sending me their tracks to play on the show. I sort the great from the not so great and compile them into a weekly podcast for your dedication. The podcast is available to listen to direct from its website at isthisthingonpodcast.com as well as on Spotify, iTunes and other podcatchers. Subscribe and share. How are we, kids? It's been a great week and it's only Monday. I have went to the chiropractor today for the first time. Well, f- amazing. I can, I, I'm without pain. It's awesome. Long may it continue. So this week, what have I got? Well, I've got lots of interesting tracks as per usual. Um, and also, I have an interview with a wonderful Joshua Regal, or Regal, oh, I think, oh, Josh, from uh, Little Brother Eli, bass player from Little Brother Eli, uh, an interview with him about, uh, well, we'll talk a bit about running, sorry about that, but we just bloody do, because it's something I really like to do, um, and Little Brother Eli, and when we met, and di- when we, what was going on, which uh, I, I got completely wrong, I thought it was something else, and Joshua, he sorted me out. And, um, uh, yeah, and stuff like that. It was brilliant. Uh, and so we're going to start off with three fantastic tracks. As per usual, uh, the first track is by Tankers the Henge. And, <laughs> yes, so we did all that. So uh, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier before. I've had to do an awful lot of retakes on this one today. I don't know why. I never do retakes. I just do it. And it just happens. And, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, I just losing it so hopefully I haven't told you about Tankers of Henge and that we played at the Wickham Wickham Festival for the last couple of years I've seen them they may have seen me I'm not too sure um, but yeah it's quite a, quite a blast for me to hear them because I, I've seen them live and they're an amazing band live and uh, yeah so we, let's start off with this uh, this is Tankers the Henge and things were better before And lost everything 
Blimey. That was, uh, there, yeah, that was AJR and Ballet to the Masses. And uh, I've got some facts, I'm sure, about some of these people. I wrote them down earlier on. No, nothing. I've got nothing on them. Nothing on them. I can tell you that Lola Black was the track I played in the middle of that. Uh, and that was nothing going to be nothing going to be all right. And she's from Colorado. I read her biography earlier on. Basically, said she's from Colorado. So she's from Colorado. <laughs> uh, next, um, yeah, oh yeah. Before that was of course Tankus the Henge. Where did they get that name from? And why does it sound so familiar? Tankus the Henge and things were better before. So um, on Saturday, Saturday sort of lunchtime ish, uh, I got together over the internet with uh, Josh Regal. So. Here we go then. Uh, welcome to Josh Regal. How are you, mate? Hello. I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. I'm very well. I've just got over a horrible cold. Um, I'm feeling much better today. I went for a run this morning. Oh, did you? You're a runner. You're you're a runner as well. I am. I am a runner. Not not in any uh, competitive capacity. Just just for myself. Right. Okay. That's something I started. I, I took up myself earlier on this year, and I love it with a passion. Mm. Mm. I feel really good after doing it. Like I feel my day goes a bit better for whatever reason. Absolutely, and and I love it in this weather as well. In this weather? Yeah, oh, I love it in this weather. I like wind, snow, rain, the whole lot. Okay, cool. You're sort of like Ben Fogel I am. runner. I am. <laughs> what, what, what's the deal with Ben Fogel? Like, what is the deal with him? It's like he he appeared on some show once, and now he seems to be presenting shows on everything from nature to to buying a house. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't I don't have a TV anymore, so I'm kind of I I, I left at the beginning of the Ben Fogel era, and I haven't really looked back. So That's I don't really know how much he's on TV these days. Too much, too much. <laughs> so we we have actually met very briefly, haven't we? Do you remember? I was thinking about this earlier on. Yeah, but remind me, was it a Bella gig? It was a Bella gig. It was a Bella Bella gig at Blissfields. No, it wasn't. That's wrong. No? It was a Little Brother Eli gig oh. at Blissfields. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I, we, we, played, we played there because we won a competition. And uh, we played a wicked gig there. And you were running... I don't think you saw us play, but you were running the acoustics stage. Is I that was, right? I was running the acoustic stage, yeah. And I, and I was going from one place to another to do... Some, I don't know what it was. Uh, and and you, you, I think you might have just left the stage or you were just going there or something. We went, ah, ah, ah. And we both had stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I remember... Um, are they still running it now? Well... The thing about Blissfields is last year they thought we're, we're, we're going to change it. We're going to skip things up again and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And um, the, uh, the, the guy from the, the Dub Pistols, who are one of my favourite bands. Did you know the Dub Pistols at all? No, I don't. Uh, no. I'd, put it on your, I'd put it on your running playlist if I were you. It's awesome, awesome running playlist. Um, they got involved and they were doing some sort of curating it and doing blah, 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 blah. But they didn't sell enough tickets, so they had to cancel it for this year. Whether they're going to come back and do it next year, I do not know. But um, right, well, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't book. They did decided not to book Little Brother Eli again. So I'm I'm pretty sure that's part of the reason for the ticket sales going down the toilet. I imagine. Absolutely, and they didn't want to book me either. So <laughs> what can I say? Are these two things? Are, there, are these two things connected? Possibly so. Possibly so. I suspect. I, I suspect. In in my universe, they they most definitely are. Yeah. Well, they're ruining the day now. They're ruining the day. They're sitting there going, "Oh, why didn't we book them?" 
listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, they're going to go, oh, now. That's what we should have done. That's what it, we should have done. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, uh, but you've got the new single. So, t- actually, why don't you just tell, tell people, there might be some people that don't know about Little Brother Eli. Yeah, there might be. Um, so, we started in 2013. Um, me and Alex, the singer, um, we've been mates since we were in school, actually. And um, we used to be in a band together called South Parade. And um, that band sort of came to an end. And then people went their separate ways. And then me and Alex decided we'd just have a go at doing our own thing and writing music. Um, Back then, it was more of a bluesy rock thing, actually. Um, It's very, it was not not at all the same how we are now. Um, If people listen to their first, our first album, they'd probably be... um, yeah it's it, it's a totally different type of thing um and then we've had people come and go i mean we've we've had the same guitarist drummer myself on bass alex on vocals we've been the same we've had people join the band and leave the band since then um but you know basically we've been the the, the, core, the four of us have been a pretty strong core um for 14 15 for like five years or whatever so um so yeah and that that's us wicked yeah, I've, I'm, uh, I've noticed, I was listening, listening to the new single, which we're going to play in a moment, and it really has evolved from um, things like Animal Farm. Uh, was Animal Farm off the first album? Animal Fair, yeah. Animal Fair, Animal, sorry. Yeah, that's right. And in fact, you were, I think you were one of the, probably the first podcast to play that song. Yeah, it's a great tune. All those, all those years ago. And, and we recorded it in my, in my, uh, my parents, <laughs> my parents' spare room. Excellent. Um, you know, but it's like, yeah. So you've you've seen us, you've seen us evolve all the way from the, our humble beginnings. Yeah, definitely. Because the new single, when I was listening to it, what's it called again? Um, oops. I knew what it was called. It's 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 probably the, I, I would say it's the most um, uh, radio friendly single that you've 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 um, released so far. <coughs> And if that was yeah. your, if that was your aim to do to, to get to get play uh, uh, on this to get some traction behind it, then I think you're on the right track. Yeah, well, um, and this time we we really wanted to make, I mean, like anyone does, everyone really wants to make a go of their music, and we really want to make a go of 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 the band. And you get to a stage. I mean, we've as a band, everything that could happen to a band has happened to us in the last five years like record deals going down the toilet and and you know tours in other countries cancelled and everything you can imagine that shit has happened to us so you go through a certain amount of stuff and you sort of go well let's let's really make a go of let's really make a go of it and let's make something that we could actually hear on the radio but the other side to that is that it came very it came very naturally i think we've already we were always at least in my opinion we're always writing songs that have some kind of catchy element to it and we were really bored of doing a blues rock thing i mean we we've been doing that for for years and um yeah and 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 new music just started coming out and this is how it came out and it happened to be something that is 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 way more commercial and it's definitely a route that we want to go down in the future um uh, you know, for for the the records of two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think, yeah, I I, I can see it, it. does it does it does sound a bit like a statement. It's it's like your 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 um what is it? Uh, your kind of 
pitching pitching your tent. Oh no, that's not really a good one. What's another one? Um, <laughs> colors to the mar. Oh, no, 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 no. yeah. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing. If I was a decent broadcaster, I'd have these little little clips <laughs> to say. But well, there's you're doing that. There's thing. a great, there's a great, there's a great David Bowie like clip that I watch over and over again of him just chatting, and he's saying that an artist is always best when he's his feet are, you know, he's in the water and his feet aren't quite touching the ground. You know, you're 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 at that point where you're like, I'm not quite sure what I'm doing, but it's something creative. And I'm, you know, I'm always trying to push the band in that direction. So let's do something new. Let's not just do what we know. Let's let's see what else we can do, who we can work with, who can produce us. That for me is really important because otherwise you're not progressing. You're just standing still. Absolutely, yeah. And so you felt you 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 felt like that for the, for a while, and then you've come up with this new single. And are you are you kind of like yes, this is it. This is it. This direction. Let's go over here for a bit. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think the stuff that we're going to release after this is going to be quite different again. Um, I've bought um, I bought a Moog. This is really boring for probably no, most I saw, people. No, I, I, bought, saw, I, bought, I bought I saw this on Moog Facebook synth. and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I bought a Moog synth bass and I've been experimenting with that so we can come up with I can come up with more interesting sounds from my perspective. Benji's using his SPDX, which is like a sampler, a lot more. And Adam's got, you know, Adam's like buying a pedal a week at the moment or something insane. So, it, you know, we're always, always trying to push, let's, what new sounds can we come up with? And um, we've just started working with a new guy who's mixing our song. He lives in America. He mixed Oops. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's always, it's always moving forward. I think, I think that actually the next the next batch of singles will actually be slightly different from 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 Oops, but in in heading in the same direction, I imagine. Hmm. So did you use the use the Moog on this single? Because it kind of sounds it. No, actually, oh. I, for this single, I went. Um, I did a totally different thing. I I decided that I wanted my bass to sound like a Moog without playing a Moog, which which turned out to be interesting. Um, so I ended up ended up just having, you know, um, a lot of pedals and and plugging them in and, and doing all sorts of weird things on the bass that I hadn't done before, um, which was really, really interesting for me. And then kind of, yeah, for the next stage, it was like, well, maybe I should get a Moog and then I could combine things so I can sort of push a few more sonic boundaries. That makes me sound like an idiot. No, 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 no it doesn't make you sound like an idiot. It makes everybody else sound like an idiot. <laughs> Awesome, brilliant. So uh, you, you've got uh, tours coming up next year and things coming up next year. Gig? Well, you've obviously got gigs coming up next year. You're not going to sit around. <clears> no, we're going yeah. to sit around and watch TV. So we've got um, the next big show we've got is on Friday at the O2 Academy in Oxford, mm -hmm. and we've we've sold 150 pre-sale tickets. Yes, for that one. Don't you love um, that? So hope. Yeah. So hopefully it's going to go up to 200 or 250. If we can get it up to 300, then it's technically a sellout. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so so that's exciting. Um, and then after that, we're, the day after that, we're playing, we're playing, which is a private event. We're playing one of the Oxford College's balls, which should be fun. Mm -hmm. And then and then I think we're just going to sort of collapse in a heap and then turn around and sort of go, well, what should we do next year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, now's the time, you see. Now's the time for, for festivals for next year. Cause, so do, do you do all your own booking? Um, yeah, we use... Um, so uh, there's a fellow called Jake who actually works at the O2 Academy who books our gigs for us. 
Um, but all, all our bookings, they come from all over the place. You know, we mostly just do it ourselves. Um, it, you know, it, people get in contact. We're at the stage now where people are getting in contact with us as opposed to us getting in contact with them. So that's that's a nice that's a nice feeling. So you don't like I'm in the last, you know, remember like maybe two years ago, two or three years ago, just sitting down and just emailing people for days and days and getting zero responses from everyone. Um, obviously still have to do that and it's still it's still a ball ache but you know it's it's there's a bit less of that now with people and especially locally people know our names so people just hire us for their little festivals all over the place so that's fun mm. it's weird isn't it I, I, I find it because I do this I have to do the same for myself is that you spend some time like like a lot of time and it is a ball like to, to say oh can we <coughs> and you get no response and all that sort of stuff and then all of a sudden they start responding and i t- and, and and i find this and i think what i'm not doing anything different to what i was doing last year i'm playing the same songs you know i'm doing i'm still the same sort of person and, all right the songs have progressed a little bit and i'm probably a little bit better at it but you don't know that so what is it why is it this year that you know people want to know who i am but last year you wouldn't even open the bloody email I think I think it comes down to two things. I think it's people. I mean, you have to imagine how many emails these guys get. I mean, it must just be. It would just me. It must be so many emails. You can't even. You can't even. We wouldn't even be able to read through them all. And the other thing I think is, it's it's to do with content. Um, we've we've got a lot more live videos up now. Good live videos, and that's helped a bit. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is just. And I, I know this this is going to sound a bit hippie-ish. Another thing is just. The, the vibe they're picking up off you is has has to do with it. They're looking at someone, they're going, has this person got some kind of buzz around them? It, you know, I think often when people are booking, they care very little about what the music sounds like. Absolutely. And, and, and they might look on your Spotify and go, oh, well, they've got X amount of plays on Spotify or they've got X amount of streams on blah, blah. And I can see that, you know, I, I can Google their name and some article comes up written by some randomo who says that he likes them, you know, and all that kind of stuff. It, it does kind of, it, it does, it does all, it does all add up in a minor way. And, mm. but at the end of the day, they have to open the email and look at it. So that's, that's the first battle, I think. This is true. Anyway, so we've got some fantastic stuff coming up for you for next year. There's bound to be people ringing you up and banging on your door saying, please play a festival or whatever. Uh, so, yeah. um, I think that'll do, mate. So if people want to find out more about you, their 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 appetites are whetted. Where should what's the best place for them to go? Where do you want them to go? Basically, if you type "little brother Eli" E L I, not E L L Y, not Ellie, E L I, little brother Eli, into anything, into Spotify, into Twitter, into Facebook, we're the only thing that comes up. We are the only little brother Eli. Fantastic. That's what they should do. So uh, I'm going to play the single now, and uh, if you can just introduce it for us, that'd be brilliant. Yep, so this is uh, our new single, uh, Little Brother Realize.
That's a bit of a tune, isn't it? What about that? Fantastic. That was, um, yeah, that was Matt Warren. I've never heard of him before. Um, he's one of these uh, Chicago house um, DJs. He's, I love that. Love that track a lot. Just sitting there with the headphones on, what could be happier? Uh, right, and before that, what was before that? I've gone off, gone off on one. Oh, with little brother Eli. Well, what do you reckon? Yeah, nice guy, Josh. Uh, and that single's pretty smart as well. well I reckon, you know, because he was saying in that that we've been, I've been playing him on the on this on this show for for years, years and years and years before. Well, when they first started with the first single, and um, yeah, they've they've kind of progressed. And you know, when people just suddenly start getting that little bit better, it's like, oh, okay, it's getting more and more and more. I think what it is, is that it kind of gets a bit more commercial and you try and take on board some of these things. And it's like, like Josh said in the interview, you know, we, we kind of do this for a living now. So you've got to kind of think a little bit like, how's, what's, what's, what's going to be good? You want to keep kind of as much artistic integrity <coughs> as possible. But you've also, you want people to like what you do. So you gotta, you know, you gotta make not compromises, but you know, you sort of, oh, well, maybe we could, we could try this. Fortunately, people have stopped going. Right, what we could do, we could play this song with a ukulele. Oh, please, ukuleles, please, please. If you could see me, please just get rid of them. They're horrible things. Anyway, um, so we had that and a little brother Eli, uh, and then. And then now I'll tell you what we're going to do now. We're going to play one of my songs. Um, this is from the um, our last album, not the last album. The last album's a live one, um, but the album before that, which is called uh, what's it called? Authentic. Uh, and it's three a.m. I'm. I just think I'm going to be playing this bloody song till the day I die. Dank nabbit. But anyway, it sounds quite pretty here. Have a listen to this. It's three a.m. You're not home. Gonna pack my bag, I'm gone You'll see my destination written in a magazine It's 3am, rain's coming down Got that water on the ground Beneath my feet as I walk calmly out of town It's 3am and the stars are out I hear the taxi driver shout, grab my phone, grab my keys and a little cash. The streets are cold and I'm so alone, my head is heavy, I'm a little cold. I got nothing but my soul and some dignity. Heaven take me, you'll never break me. Heaven take me No, no Heaven take me You'll never break me Heaven take me Please, no Had the good times Then you threw them all away You just don't even care Time's a wasting time's a fool Never going back Never going back there Hiya, we can't get to the phone right now But leave a message and we'll get right back to you Cause it's 3am, you're not home 
gonna pack my bag, I'm gone, you see my destination written in a magazine. It's 3 a.m. and you're not home. Put my message on the phone. That's the last time, the last time you'll hear from me. Heaven take me, you'll never break me. Heaven take me. Believe it or not, I haven't heard that for a while. I really like that version. Uh, it's changed again. Changed again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like oh, it's like some old house you keep doing up and going, oh yeah, we've done this to it, we've done this to it. People, I mean, the reason I still play it is because people still like it. And um, it is probably one of my most popular songs. It's 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 put me where I am today. <laughs> um but yeah, it's, it will it will change, I think. Anyway, so I quite like the way that um that uh, that was mixed and uh, mastered. That was by uh, Siggy Goodman, Sigurdur Gummanson. Remember Siggy? Siggy does he does stuff. He does stuff, doesn't he? Uh, Men are sins, and he's got his own mastering um, shop. I can say a mastering shop. Hello, I've got an album. Needs mark. Oh, just over here. Just put it there. Uh, right. So I'm playing another track. This is the track by a band called. Nay, he or wuck. It might mean something that's fantastic, but do you know what? I won't remember that name. Um, so, I don't want to go on about that. I don't get lots of shit about that. Yeah. Right, anyway, whatever they're called, this is called Somnambulist, and it's quite beautiful. <laughs>
see what I mean? I quite like it. It starts off a bit boring. Um, <laughs> sorry, it just does. And then, but it just builds, and it's uh, and it's beautiful, quite beautiful and glorious. Much much better listen to on headphones than uh, any anything else. Right. So uh, the last track is going to be called. Uh, 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 like I'm making it up. Um, Hmm. Uh, sorry, I was just noticing that at um, the high work, work, whatever somnambulist uh, that we just listened to, they're from Canada. I should mention that, shouldn't I? I thought I'd look up a few facts beforehand. Uh, yeah, Canada, Edmonton, apparently lovely. <laughs> it's lovely this time of year. Right, uh, final song. This is uh, Simon D. Jones and My Everything. Jess, it's this one. This one, Jess. This is the one. It's the one we talked about. This is the one we talked about. Right, um, I will speak to you all again very, very soon. I hope you enjoy the podcast. I love you all. Goodbye.
This is The Posh Bird, and you have been listening to Nick Tan's Is This Thing On podcast. Fucking good, wasn't it?